0: are you feeling stuck lost tired or uninspired we've all been there including myself i'm coach des mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur i'm here to tell you that the best unapologetic and limitless version of yourself is yet to come The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. This episode is brought to you by Korma Date Coffee, the healthy alternative to coffee. This delicious date coffee has the health benefits of giving you natural energy, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and fiber. Best of all, Korma is caffeine free. No jitters, no anxiety, and no afternoon crash. Go to kormacafe.com, that's K-O-R-M-A-C-A-F-E.com, and enter discount code BORNUNBREAKABLE at checkout to get 10% off your order. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I am so excited today to talk to Christina Ellis, who is my guest, and she is an amazing small business owner, which is actually a growing business, which we'll talk about. She's the CEO and co-founder of Lit Rituals. So I will put that information in the show notes because you have to check out her website. She's got the coolest candles and awesome things. I'm going to let her talk more about it. But Christina is obviously an entrepreneur. She is passionate about self-care and wellness. She is, has, we're like kindred spirits because we have a couple of things in common. A, we're both from the Bay Area, so I just have to call that out, representing the Bay Area, Northern California. She's from the 707. I grew up in the 510. We're just like neighbors with each other. Mm -hmm. And she's also a dog lover.
1: Which is am. amazing
0: because I've always had dogs since I was little. I can't even imagine what life would be like if I didn't have them around me. But um, what kind of dogs do you have? You have
1: two, right? I have two dogs. Some people would say they're not dogs because they're small. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're One is a Maltese and one is kind of like a toy poodle. They're just messy little things. They're so
0: cute. Oh, they're really I like sweet. Them. I couldn't do
1: anything without them. <laughs>
0: What right? is, do you have dogs now? So my, um, so I've had dogs of my own, and then um, my mom lives with me. She's retired. That was like one of the big Aww. reasons for moving, you know, to Las Vegas uh, earlier this year. And yeah. she's got two little ones. So she has a fox terrier, and the oh face is so i like so cute. Look, looks like a fox. I mean, that's why they're called yeah. fox terriers. And um. <laughs> And his name is Radar because his ears are. Oh like my bloop. bloop, bloop, bloop. So and then, cute. I mean, just so like I can't like when you get mad at them for doing the, you know, all the things that they're not supposed to be I doing. Know. I just look at the face and I'm like, I can't even stand. I know. Out.
1: Terrible. Get away with so much.
0: You know, and and he <laughs> loves to be on your lap. Like his joy is to just be on your lap. I mean, he could literally live there all day long. And then the other one is a Yorkie.
1: His name is Stitch
0: and he is sass. Like I call him a grumpy old man because he, he just like, he lives his own life and on his own schedule. And you basically have to- They kind of
1: look like grumpy little men, don't they? Yorkies.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They're like so cute, but then they're kind of grumpy and, and he definitely, it's like the way that it works with that one is like if he was talking, he would be saying, this is my world and you're just living mm-hmm. in it.
1: Oh, 100% I to know, mine too. I just want you to know that.
0: Like if we're eating and we're like, okay, great, it's time to eat. He'll be like, whatever. And then as soon as we're done eating, he'll be like, okay, I'm ready to eat now. I mean, it's yeah. like, can you not oh, just be a God. team player? Can you do that? <laughs> It's ridiculous. He's not a pack animal. <laughs> like, what is going on? And he does this crazy thing. I don't know if your dog has your dogs have these little quirks, but like if people leave, so like you know, people are visiting the house or something, when they're exiting, mm-hmm. he stress eats. He like does oh not God. like people to leave. So he'll go straight to the bowl. And just like start getting the little, you know, food and, and just, he'll start eating and he'll look up and be like, oh my gosh, like what's happening? Why are people leaving? And I've never seen a dog stress eat before, but he does that. That is
1: so cute. I've never seen that before. My dogs have quirks, but not that. (laughs) That's so cute. Maybe I have that quirk. I stress eat. I I, I feel like humans do that all the time for all kinds of reasons,
0: you know, whatever reasons, but I've never seen an animal do it. So it's like, I feel sad for it, but I'm also highly intrigued by it. Like.
1: I know oh my, gosh, my uh, Maltese there. will howl and howl anytime the one uh, Empire Carpet Commercial comes on it's like <laughs> 805882300 8, even if I'm that he his face he can come out of a dead sleep his face will just perk right up. I really need to like film it and show people but I feel so bad cuz he's howling like he's crying. But he will it'll knock him out of a dead sleep and he just howls and I'm like what happened with is it what, what happened to you thing? when that commercial was playing or like, what do you have against Empire Carpet Cleaning?
0: No. And I, 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 I love that. Every time that commercial yeah. comes on, I'm like singing along with it.
1: Um, <laughs> I you totally remember the phone
0: now. number just because it's like so catchy. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. They've nailed
0: it on that. They <laughs> totally nailed it. Oh my gosh. They they've got that down. But yeah, so I I'm we just have such a natural connection because of because of the the dogs and and the Bay Area no. love, but I, I I really love what you do. But, you know, let's let's start with your story. Tell, you know, tell me a little bit more about your personal story um, so we can get to know you a little bit better.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, like we've already covered, I grew up in the Bay Area. Um, I think mostly, um, yeah, my story is so all over the place and none of it has anything to do with what I'm doing now, really, kind of. Um, (laughs) um, So I think I, since I was very young, always knew that I wanted to own my own business Um, in some capacity. My dad, a lot of my family members worked for themselves. And um, uh, yeah, I just was drawn to kind of having my own business. But that never really happened for me. And I, I went to school for all different things, marketing, nursing. Uh, I was in school for nursing for a while. And it just was not my thing. And I just thought, yeah, if I don't love this, I probably shouldn't be the person doing it. And thank God for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I dropped out of nursing school. And I kind of started working in sales and different kind of jobs that had um kind of that offered autonomy and that you could make your own schedule so in a way i felt you know like that entrepreneurial um spirit in those jobs like um you're probably familiar with some of the you know sales startups jobs in oakland i kind of did that i worked um in cosmetics Clinique, where i still say i learned like so much in walnut creek Clinique. um
0: I use their toner and products, so shout out to Clinique. This is this was not planned,
1: not planned. (laughs) Just saying, they need any advertising. (laughs) I know exactly,
0: right? Not like they need; they're not like a small company that needs our support like that. But just just saying, if you really do want clean skin, uh, I mean, it works; it really does. Just saying,
1: it's good stuff. And and if you want to learn about business, I swear, work at a uh, Macy's or Nordstrom cosmetics counter, you learn. I still use what I learned there today. So um, that I had jobs like that, that kind of fed that spirit. And um, you know, like when you work harder, you get rewarded. There's commission associated, competition. And so um, I was always drawn to those kinds of um, environments. And then I started working for a startup in Oakland. And, you know, it like tripled, quadrupled intensity. Um, sales goals were insane. It was like a very um, high expectation environment. So I just, salespeople are very resilient. Um, anyway, so I just thought, wow, I'm working so hard here. And it starts over every month. And, you know, what wouldn't it be amazing to have my own thing in addition to that um or work this hard for myself and keep 100 percent of my commission so that's that was kind of always swirling in my mind um i'd started a kind of a side hustle selling vintage clothing with my really good friend um and we were kind of doing a side hustle but that's as people know that's a ton of work too um, but but it was super fulfilling to me. So I continued to do it. We were selling vintage clothing. We were also selling little um, items, kind of self-care items from different female-owned brands in the Bay Area. Um, so it was kind of like a stoner vintage vibe e-commerce site. Um, I had a close... My sister actually went um, to yoga training with my current co-founder, Caitlin, and connected us. And we became best friends pretty quickly. And she was doing her own herbal apothecary, so a lot of the products you see on our website are things we just absorbed from her business, All Elements Apothecary, and then um, a lot of them are also candles we made together. So we were kind of doing, we became best friends pretty quickly, and we were kind of doing businesses that really there was a lot of crossover too. I was selling self care items, she was making herbal body products, and. Herbal smoking products and smudge products. And um, we moved in together. We started making candles as a hobby together just for our own use. Um, We played around with wicks and wooden wicks. We were actually living um, in Humboldt at the time, Northern California. (laughs) Um, And we. it was like, it's very humid up there so people who live in Humboldt know it's like almost the rite of passage to have mold in your house at some point so at that time I have asthma and so at that time I was like flared up because I was living in a house with mold in the walls and anyway so we moved around uh we we actually eventually got out of that moldy little house I um, moved into a really gorgeous house where we kind of created like rituals um, But it kind of came out of necessity. We love candles. We love burning things. But we need it to be healthy and natural. Our lungs were bouncing back from kind of like not the best living situation. Um, And so we just played around and we made a wood and white candle. And so then Lit Rituals was born kind of naturally between us. And we were doing, like I said earlier, we had our own businesses as well. So we have side hustle on side hustle on job. Um, So anyways, we decided... Um, At the end of 2019, before we even knew what was about to hit us in September, (laughs) um, that we would merge all three because we were stretching ourselves thin. Like um, we were like, what if we just merged all three and we went full time and we did that. And it was such the obvious decision. I mean, we like still to this day kick ourselves like we really have, you know, a year and some months under our belt where we have been full time and dedicated to one brand instead of stretching ourselves over three that are kind of similar and those crossover. And, um, but yeah, so it, it's a weird route to get where I am now. But when I look back, I learned so much, even in nursing school, even in um, random jobs that don't apply now. But so I didn't go to business school. I actually pretty much don't had no idea what I was doing and probably still don't, but I'm figuring it out. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a weird path, but here we are. You
0: know what? Weird is the new norm. Like, I love it. I love everything yeah. about it because resiliency and creativity and ingenuity, I think mm-hmm. is the, you know, some of the biggest thematic things that we've seen through this pandemic, whatever you want to call this, a season. I mean, yeah. it's not ending at the moment. It's kind of a <laughs> perpetual thing at at this time mm-hmm. but um i feel like people uh have gotten more bold have just gotten you're more right. bold to be like okay
1: let's just try you're something you're right new. it's a unique moment in time I was, th- I was actually just thinking about this this morning um it's and, and i when i go back and forth i think what you're saying is true is that this the world has almost taken a pause and reevaluated a lot of things where we didn't have time to reevaluate before Um, and I mean, even the luxury of, I I say luxury, it's not always a luxury to people, but some people worked from home, but it gave them the freedom to think about their life and what they want to do with it. Um, and so I, I think you're right that there's this moment and it intersects with like what we were talking about earlier, being able to, you know, talk to anyone. I was talking to someone about blue lotus flowers in Sri Lanka this morning. You know, I I probably, that, that wouldn't have happened to me 10 years ago. Um, So yeah, it's interesting that we see all different kinds of people for the first time doing amazing things, you know, like moms who have a full-time job also running a business at home. And you see like this peek into normal people's lives. And it's amazing because I think when I grew up, I thought if you want to be a business owner or someone who has, you know, something that's fulfilling and actually provides the money, you have to be a certain kind of person with a certain kind of knowledge and come from a certain area um or background or parents or whatever but that is always and still is kind of a cloud that i feel but mm-hmm. i think something that's incredible is to see you know the the person you see every day doing really amazing things i mean there's this one lady i follow and you know she's probably in her 50s it's a new endeavor Um, And she's making these like really cute patchwork, um, kind of like decor pieces for your table. And she it's just cool. I've I've seen her kind of at the beginning of the pandemic start slow as an Etsy shop and um, friends. And, And then I just saw this morning that she had a palette of product delivered to her house. And I'm like, how cool is that? It's just really cool because I'm super passionate about small business and it's exciting to see it in a way that I've never seen it. And I think so many people have not seen it uh, the way that we're seeing it and even if it's 40 second clips on TikTok or just following someone's journey on Instagram it's cool it's it feels very powerful it empowers me i think okay cool we can all do this you don't have to yeah. be mr blah 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 in a you know perfect suit coming coming out of harvard you know oh absolutely be, I,
0: I, I you think you that it. we we've the, the field, it's more of a level playing field for so many mm-hmm. reasons. And that's why I hope that anyone listening realizes that we have access and opportunities like we never have before. For one, mm-hmm. the, the thing called the internet is crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, how many people this holiday season has gotten a majority of your gifts through Amazon or some service where it's getting delivered to you so you don't yeah. have to go into all the different stores and buy all the different things for all the people that you love. I mean, it yeah. things have- changed massively. You, there's so many different ways of transacting now that you can trust, yeah. you know, because a lot of times it's like, well, I don't know about this online stuff, it's gonna take my money, it's yeah. gonna steal yeah. my I mean, I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but today yeah. there's like safe cards, PayPal, and the, you, you know, people are Venmoing and Cash Apping and doing, yeah. you know, um, Square. I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of ways that we can do business online like we never have before. And I love actually what you said Related to your story, which I actually think is makes it it easier for people to connect with you because not everybody um, would do the "I'm going to Harvard route" and I'm right. doing you know mm-hmm. step one, two, three, and I have an extra you know hundred thousand dollars lying around to like go get this right. education. Um, I'm an advocate for education. I think it's Mm -hmm. great. I think there's so much you get out of it, but so much of education today can be accessed in other ways outside of an institution because we have so much available at our fingertips, which is, I think a plus,
1: you know? Yeah. Which is also probably, probably also contributes to this unique time of like booming. I see entrepreneurs everywhere and I know our feeds are like, you know, uh, targeted towards us, but it's still an amazing thing. And like you said, we haven't had access to the things we have access. I mean, even something as simple as a merchant account, you know, if it was 1998, (laughs) what would, and my mom wanted to start a side hustle, what would she do? She would have to go sit with some man to talk about card merchant services. Now you log on to Stripe, you give them some identifiers, you verify your business and you're ready to go. Um, You know, of course it's harder for what type of business, but it's available to us, which is incredible. And, um, of course, education is so important. And I'm a huge advocate for it as well. But you're right. It's not education isn't just doesn't just happen at universities anymore. It like happens in our house. It happens on the job. Um I I, I truly mean mean it. Uh, it's funny, but I learned so much at you know, doing makeup at a makeup counter. So there's there's a lot to be said for um experience on the job experience. And I and I know, I mean, I know myself, I've been in school um, on and off for my entire life. And, you know, academically, I am not, you would not, if you sat with me and you looked at my grades and looked at how I do in a classroom setting, you would not hire me. I would not hire me. Um, so, <laughs> you know, that's all I had to go based on. Um, but People learn in such different ways, and now we all have access to it, and so we can learn in our way, and we can be successful because we were able to do that. So, um, yeah, that
0: is awesome. I just, I just love it. Your honesty, you know, and and that that is the thing because we we have that self talk too of like mm-hmm. oh gosh like am i am i going to make it if i if i'm not the traditional way if i don't do it the way yeah. society says i should do it because we're mm-hmm. all pressured by that whether whether it is spoken or unspoken that's the thing right yeah. there's oh, either yeah. it's very aggressive because it comes from your parents or your your immediate environment or it's subtle and you still mm-hmm. feel crappy because, like, a commercial yeah. or your friends or certain things around you are going like, "Oh, well, you know, you're supposed to do ABC." Totally, first. it's like totally what? right.
1: And I think, I think, even still, less, less and less, as I get older and I, as I have experience um, with other business owners as well as our own business, is nobody actually even knows what they're doing. Uh, they didn't, you know, no one, <laughs> just because they have a, a, you know, a bachelor's degree in business marketing, things have changed. Everything has changed. So education is incredible and you do learn a lot, but I think you learn so much more. I mean, I've talked to business owners. You learn so much more every day. Than you oh, when you're doing school. the work. It gives you a foundation, 100%. but yeah, when you do the work, it's like. Like, does anybody graduate
0: college? Go to the first day of their job and is an expert in that industry. No. <laughs> like, full on confession. I did that. I went to college. Yeah. I got a degree. I started a consulting job at the eight, like a long ass time ago. I won't even try to yeah. tell you how old, <laughs> like because it just feels like years. But when I started, you know, consulting, half the time I was freaking googling. What was going on? Because I was just thrown to the wolves and, you know, was around all these professionals in healthcare that spoke another language because doctors. Yeah, which is so
1: intimidating.
0: It's like, (laughs) okay, that, you know, and you're just kind of there and you go home and you're like, holy crap, I don't even know if I'm going to survive this because this is crazy, you know?
1: Yeah. I think, I seriously think, I think, I mean, education's incredible. It sets you up, but I think you can go to business school and still not have what it takes because i think having the information is one thing but having the you said it earlier it's so about resiliency and energy. you know brain energy as well as physical energy it takes which you cannot get that from a lecture or in class or even in a practical learning environment you you can you either have it or it's not for you um So that's something, you know, not everyone is cut out to be a business owner, a small business owner at that, because it's a ton of work. Um, And that I think the most important thing is that you're resilient and that you, um, like you said, like you started, but what you did know how to do is figure it out. And so someone who's resourceful, like I've heard that word my entire life, like be resourceful. But it really, when you sit with that word, it's like, that is the key to success is, I have no idea any of the answers until I find them out or learn them or figure them out or make mistakes. And it brings me there or sit with people who are wiser than me and have had had these mistakes. Um, But yeah, I'm absolutely, I feel like I'm in business school right now. You know, So the most important thing is being able to figure out what you don't know and acknowledge what you don't know and then figure it out. That's like, be if you have that, and if you have energy, yourself. you are a perfect <laughs> business owner. That's my opinion. If you can figure it out, and you have the energy to back it up, you will be successful.
0: Oh my gosh, that that is such sage sage advice. Because it's you're you're the learning doesn't stop. Yeah, you, you don't wake up you know <laughs> you know you know everything, <laughs> but you have to you have to have the the uh, you know vulnerability and the and honesty to to admit what you don't know and then seek it yeah. out like you said.
1: Yeah. And either reroute or admit, okay, this was a mistake. So let's not do that again and figure out how to make it right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like when, when
0: you started out, so, you know, going back to what you said, you, you had these three things that were going on with you and your good partner, your friend, and you finally streamlined. Cause that, cause some of it, I think that's a big thing people can relate to is like, there's a lot going on, there's not as much efficiency when you spread yourself too thin and then you kind of bring it all together. Now your focus and your attention is more directed in a productive way. When you did that, what are some of the first initial challenges that you had to work through to really get things, you know, off the ground with your singular brand?
1: Yeah, well, at that point we were, we had been doing everything on our own with a couple friends helping, but we didn't have really anything in place. We were just starting out. We had an idea. We had, we had some, we had direct customers. We had a a handful of local retailers that we had connected with at pop-ups and um, things like that. But we didn't understand. When I look back now, I think, okay, what I would have done differently is organize it bigger than I thought, bigger than for a bigger company than I had at that moment you know, is we did all the work. We worked out of a shed in the backyard. My, um, you know, we worked out of our kitchens. My uncle built us a little room off the side of my house, um, which was incredible. And like I said, I learned so much. Like that was my freshman year (laughs) business school. Um, (laughs) I'm only in my sophomore right now, so. Um, But what I may have done differently although I I wouldn't change it because I love the memories, but I would have planned for bigger because we, because we worked so hard, we continued to grow and grow. And, you know, we had some success on social media. And so I think what we did was we grew pretty fast and we um, found some success and we thought, well, we can do it. We've always been able to do it. Let's just do it. But, you know, you have to sleep and like, live your life um so I think what I would have done sooner is um accepted more help and visualized what I thought we would be a year from now and I'm and I'm still learning that I it's um hard to you you get into a comfort zone and you don't want to get out of it because also having a business is scary and having employees is scary and um and sometimes you want to say okay we gotta like you know, we got to pinch every penny and do it ourselves and bootstrap everything. But the truth is, is like, I'm not good at everything. (laughs) Neither (laughs) is my partner. We're good. We know what we're good at. We have to stay where we're good and, um, accept help from other people and trust other people and, um, you know, not try and do everything ourselves, I think is a huge lesson that I've learned. Um, And now we are in a warehouse space. So we've actually moved out of all of our, our houses, our friends, living rooms, you know, we were kind of all over the place for a while, but um, we're, we've been in a warehouse space for a year now. And that allowed us, um, because I thought outside the box and I said, okay, we actually do need more space. We didn't need 3000 square feet the day that we got it, but now we need even more space because we we had the area, so we filled the area and it helped us grow and, you know, it helped us bring more people in to help and which is helping us grow and it all kind of feeds itself back. So I think um, what I learned is to visualize not just now, but where you want the company to go and where you see it going.
0: That's incredible. Oh my God. That is, everything you just said is so powerful because it is the true, such authentic, honest way of building a small business. You know what I mean? Like A, you know, just the fact that there's growing pains, like it's normal. I mean, how many times has anybody sat down and watched Shark Tank and that's, you know, somebody's like, I was in my kitchen and I started knitting. And I was, you know, what I mean, it's like, yes, there was a shed, there was a kitchen, yeah. there was your living room, and there was you, and maybe like your friend or your child or your yeah. partner or whatever, right? I mean, right. It, Yeah, that is the that is the 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 foundation. Is just the fact that you have the drive, the determination, the passion to do something, and then yeah. you have to figure out the infrastructure. Like, okay, oh well, yeah, it rarely
1: ever looks pretty or it rarely ever looks as great as it looks on Instagram or in like a TikTok video. It's a lot of late nights, but they're fun and they're super fulfilling. And I don't wake up thinking, why am I doing this? You know, I wake up thinking, this is so fun. I get to hear from people who love it. And yeah, it's very fulfilling. I get to work with my best friends, my family and people that have become like family to me because you know, you can't help, but when you're building a small business, everyone does just become like a little family. So yeah, I love what I do, but it, but it is not just sweet and pretty and like a, a great, it's rare, rarely ever. It's very, if that is what it looks like, it's because we did a, a lot of planning.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and, it, and, and it's so true, but you know, those are just kind of big lessons. It's like, have a vision that's bigger, even though it could be mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. Leverage talent because you can't do everything on your own, and you're best suited to stay in the lane of your genius zone, right? Yeah, and totally. having others who have their genius zones to do those things that you're not that good at doing. Be honest yeah. with ourselves, and
1: and that's hard to be honest with yourself about because there is a part of me that thinks I know I can do it best. I think that comes with being having an entrepreneurial spirit. Is even I know that intellectually, I know. That I cannot do everything best. But it is hard to say you, someone else can do this just as good as you can and let go of that control. It's just oh hard, no. but it is Letting such go. an important part. Um, it's such an important part. Because so yeah, you could do a million things, but then what happens is what you do really well, you're too tired to even do what you do really well. And
0: that's not and good. so
1: yeah, that's that's the a path that to e- easily fall in and say, Oh, I know exactly how this should be done. It's like, yeah, you do. But someone else can do that too. Yeah. So that's a we, struggle. But I think it's it, it gets easier and easier because every time you do it, you realize, okay, everything's fine. It wasn't that important for you to be watching or be right there or do it yourself because the only people that work for us are amazing people. So Right. You letting know, like go is has, letting go is
0: hard though right like ha- is, people yeah. I know that so many of us can admit that we're control freaks right yeah. like oh my gosh I want my hands on everything it's you know if yeah. I do it I know it's going to be right and blah blah you know yeah. and then sometimes yeah. you do also have to check your ego at the door of like yeah okay oh,
1: yeah
0: hold on calm down yeah, you're not actually. People. They might do it better than you. Actually. Yeah, I know. That's and then that's, also, what I find really out sometimes. Like, dang it! Yeah, <laughs> you know, until you you're you're humbled and you're so grateful. Like, thank goodness yeah. somebody. Like, and I I feel I have those moments too. Where, man, that would have taken me six hours, and that took that person thirty minutes, and they did oh, it way better than like, I ever could have done it. Yeah.
1: And you're like, what else am I doing that with?
0: Oh my god! <laughs> right, like this is yeah. uh, like a it's productivity lesson 101, right? Mm-hmm. Like what? The heck? That's crazy. Um, and then and then I, I love that you talked about like scalability. Like there was the point mm-hmm. in time when you knew, okay, we're moving out of the shed, we're moving into a space, we're utilizing mm-hmm. the space, and then and and there's going to be different points when we have to make decisions about Okay, now we need to grow again or we need to do whatever. So I want to ask yeah. you, because I know you've got, you know, over 107,000 followers on Instagram for for Lit Rituals and people obviously are excited and passionate about your stuff. How did you start building, you know, like an online following and, and customer, like customer loyalty, you know, people that are like, yeah. they were there from day one and they're still here, you know, on day
1: 100, something, something. Totally. Right? We do. We have those people. Um, I love them. I, could, I, I can still name a lot of them for you, actually. Um, and it's. Be, I think the people that have been there from the beginning, I mean, you know how prideful we can be here in the Yay area. So we oh, did a I lot. I mean, our first go at everything was just hustling on pop-ups every weekend in the Bay Area. So we do have like our solid Bay Area crew that is so supportive and has been there since, yeah, way before the 107,000 followers. Um, but I, I think honestly what we did, I wish there was more, um, clear cut formulaic answers, but I think we were at a time where Instagram was still a little, it was a little bit friendlier to creators and makers, um, and didn't, you know, I, who knows what's really going on with algorithms, whatever, or if engagement cha- is changing. But I do think we were at a time where things were a little bit easier for businesses. Um, now I, I feel like it's a little bit harder probably because, you know, Mr. Zuckerberg wants advertising dollars and whatever, but, yeah. um, he's hurting really bad. So <laughs> he needs our money. Obviously. Yeah. um, <laughs> um Anyways, so I think part of it was that, but I think that the large part of what I've heard from our followers and from what I've observed myself is that we have always been really authentic. And I've said this so many times, you know, whether or not I I truly believe that Instagram can tell the energy behind the post. And so if you're giving it your honest effort and you're, you're putting you know, really representing our work in a way that is authentic. And is not just like, buy this or this, you know, very advertising. I do believe people, uh, I mean, I know it because we have people that really love um, the the info that we offer too. So it's not just a cute Instagram photo, but we really do want to um, teach people about the The products in the herbs. I mean, that's not us. You know, that's Mother Earth. We're using Mother Earth to create incredible products that make us feel better. But we also want to educate at the same time. We don't just want to say, "Oh, here's a face mask, relax." Buy all the
0: things and all the things? Yeah, yeah.
1: See if that makes you better. (laughs) Because you know that that is what we've all seen our whole life. Is um, what so many people say about the toxic beauty industry or the toxic self care industry. And you know, we don't want to be that. We want to be. an authentic, true self care. You know, we want you to take care of yourself because you know what you're doing and what you're putting on your body and exactly where it's coming from. It's not like, oh, here, put this patch on and you're going to look younger now. We want you to, we want you to interact with nature while you're caring for yourself. Cause I think that is really where true self care happens is when we're connecting to, you know, mother earth and, and back to ourself. So yeah, oh, so I think that's, I, I that's hope beautiful. that that's why people follow us, and and they, that they can see, you know, the the efforts behind it and, and why we do it. I, I hope that's it. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, know it's, I again, know, it's a mystery.
0: It, well, it, yeah, that that too, but I think it's beautiful because it's it's not everything that you are describing. It's not gimmicky, and I think it's mm-hmm. very difficult because you are also in an industry that many would argue is saturated right like yeah. if oh, we yeah. sat here today and turned on the tv or i don't know watched a youtube thing and there's ads like how many ads are related to beauty or wellness mm-hmm. or something right? right and 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 like if if you just walked into like ulta sephora i don't know even even a a beauty a boutique that's more mm-hmm. you know small business it's overwhelming you're like, I don't know what the heck is going on. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I heard this was good or, you know, I mean, and there's so much research you're trying to do. I mean, any anybody who is like an avid person in the space or yeah. a newcomer to the space, it's equally, I think, sometimes overwhelming. Oh, yeah, There's just so much stuff. So yeah. what attracts people to brands, I do think, um, is – is that sense of authenticity when you know that it's coming from, you know, a good place and, and it's something you truly believe in. Like you use it yourself, you're prideful of it, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I I totally agree. I think it can be totally overwhelming. Uh, I mean, even for me, who's in, in the industry, the self-care industry, um, it can be overwhelming. What? Where are your concerns? Like, are these ingredients good for our skin or are they bad for our skin later? Like, wait, what am I doing? What am I putting out, you know, Why do I have red dots all over
0: my face? Right.
1: <laughs> right, so it's so confusing. And I think what happens is we just don't, we don't know. So we just buy whatever we are drawn to. And, and before, you know, maybe years ago, that would be in a Macy's or in a Nordstrom. But because we are all home and reflecting and watching and seeing. I mean, people, you know, we'll live stream when we make a lot of our product. People like that. They love to see us make the candles. So do I. I love to see exactly. I mean, there's I'm nothing more magical than watching. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And knowing exactly where your product came from, who made it, the team that made it, the ingredients that are in it. I mean, I, I can't think of one product, you know, that we have more than. Eight, 10 ingredients. It's there's nothing you can't pronounce, and if if it, you can't pronounce it, it's because it's the Latin nominal of a ver, um, of a plant. You know what right. I mean? So there's no octanite. You know, you can read our labels, and I think, <laughs> and you can you can see what it's from. This is a helichrysum flower. This is rattle clay. That's what your where your mask is coming from. It's not coming from like a billion ingredients, but who knows what they mean? Like, yeah. um, So that is so yeah.
0: true. It's terrifying. Like we don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> what's know. in like a lot of like very, 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 very commercial products. You know, I'm gonna
1: get the numbers wrong, but I read something like there's. I, I know these numbers are wrong, but it's it was shocking how how many ingredients that France has banned to be sold anywhere, and they wow. are all in our products. Wow. So, yeah, there's so much to know and so much to learn, and um, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, if Never if you enjoy. had to, you know, because I I really do believe that people like uh, you know, I'm I'm a perfect case study. I love trying new things. Like I'm not mm-hmm. afraid. It, I do love certain things, and I always use them. Mm-hmm. But I'm always mm-hmm. open, just because it's like, why not? You know, if it, if this is something new and interesting, and it's useful in some way, and like mm-hmm. I lo- I love to try it, whether it's a soap or a facial cleanser or whatever. If you had to say like your top two to three things that are your favorite. Products that mm-hmm. Lit Rituals have has like what what would you say those
1: are? Um, hands down, the first thing that I, I mean I was kind of like insinuating this mask is our helichrysum and hibiscus mask, um, <sighs> hibiscus. and this one came from um, my co founder's initial business, All Elements Apothecary, and it's a so I've, I yeah I've had the pleasure of watching her make it, um, and it truly is just gorgeous flowers and clay and natural products blend it up together and um, it turns this beautiful like beet red when you it's it it comes in a powder base and um, it turns this like beautiful beet red and I take it all the way down to my chest I love it my skin feels soft super like I yeah I'm obsessed with our masks I go I vacillate back and forth because they're both so great it's depending on like the season right now I'm doing that heli chrysum one quite a bit Whereas like, I feel like in the summer I was doing more of the forest face clay. It's more cooling. Um, but yeah, so my ones I can't live without probably helichrysum, our solar tea tokes, and, um, oh, our warm heart candle. I can't, I can't go a night without our warm heart candle almost. So, um, those are probably my top three favorites. One, so this the warm heart is a soy candle, wooden wick. It smells like star anise and vanilla. It's like, a spicy, creamy vanilla scent. It's one of my favorites. And then Solar T-Tokes, which is an herbal cigarette, no weed, no tobacco, no nicotine, all natural products. Um, Solar smokes. We have all different kinds of smokes, but Solar specifically is great for kind of like an invigorating, uplifting, which is always the energy I'm trying to hang on to. So I love our Solar smokes as well.
0: Oh my gosh! I have to
1: send you. A, I have to send you a goodie bag. I like. Oh
0: my gosh! Like I, I, I have this like secret obsession with like masks. I don't know what it mm-hmm. is. I just I feel, and maybe it's just because I feel like as you get older, stuff's going on with your skin, right? It's like the oh, yeah. whole aging process. And I'm not even worried. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not worried about aging. Like it's fine. Have how, however well, old you're I am. Gorgeous. I just <laughs> thank you. Like, I just no, why want, would you be
1: worried about aging? You look twenty two.
0: <laughs> Well, I'm totally totally obviously. <laughs> Me um,
1: too. Don't look at my necklace with the year I was born on it. <laughs>
0: right. I swear it's not 1980. No. Um. And and like, but I'm but I do think about that. Like you. And I've appreciated as I get older, where I'm like, oh, well, you really do have to take care of your skin. And like, take yeah. your makeup off at night. Yes, it's like you're really tired, but you gotta take it off, like moisturize your skin, like it's dry. I mean, and and I appreciate it a lot more, but I find that yes, when you find a great mask and it, you could tell the difference, like your skin feels mm-hmm. soft. It doesn't feel like yeah. weird and and dry. And, and also mm. I noticed because I travel a lot, the different climates do weird oh things God. to your, you know, like especially dry, like drying your skin out. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I don't like Just that. even flying dri- like strips Ugh. my skin. I, feel. I, I think you and I probably have, it sounds like we have similar skin type. I know, I know. Um, and it's, it's gross. Just, it's so true. And then now, of course, we're the, all the like worst thing about pandemic
0: cooties <laughs> <right>? and like
1: <laughs> ah, mm-hmm, ah, right? I know. We're like it makes it even worse. Don't touch me. I know. Don't look or touch <laughs> me. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> bridesmaids look away no um <laughs> i just watched that the other day that's um a good one. <laughs> you know but but that's why so uh, you know going back to what I was saying i i love that like the just the mm-hmm. feeling because there's all this stuff touching on your skin and 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 you mm-hmm. see it like if you're somebody that has any kind of regimen that has a skin routine morning and night maybe even in the middle of the day and you clean your face and you like use any little wipe to, th- it's not clean.
1: Yeah. There is yeah. stuff on there. You need to get yeah, that. Yeah, right, t- yeah. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I Ew. Know. You said it. You were like, uh, it's so true. You do have to take care of your skin as you age. I never had, I was very lucky when I was younger and I thought, well, whatever. Like, I still hate the fact that you have to take your makeup off before bed. I hate that. I, I just think I always will, but. You really feel it if you don't
0: though. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause you know, you know, like it's that late night, you're out having a good mm-hmm. time. You're the only thing you're thinking about is like hitting the yeah, pillow and you're totally. like, dang it. I know it's only a few minutes, but, and I, have had like those moments was. where I'm just like, but I just, oh, okay, fine. I know, I know, I know, but it's just, so it's true. so true. So I, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, such I'm, I'm such a fan. Of of sorry of, oh no 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 worries there's like all kinds of crazy stuff happening over here I'm like oh gosh sounds and distractions um <laughs> but I <laughs> I am such a fan of what you're doing because you take so much effort into the natural you know element and and making it for for people um, thank you so it doesn't I, have to I, be
1: hard it, it feels overwhelming but it actually is easier. Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not.
0: <laughs> so, so, you know, again, for anyone listening, Lit Rituals, which is L-I-T-R-I-T-U-A-L-S, you can look it up on Instagram. The uh, uh, The link to the website is there. You could see the different products that you can buy. Um, I just think it's so amazing. But I do I do want to ask you a couple questions so that my listeners can kind of get to know you before I let you go. Of course. Okay, so yeah, my my first question for you is, you know, as we're 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 in this new energy, because I know you're mm-hmm. about self love and centeredness and and I, I'm all about that too, is um, you know, and I've been asking people, I've been saying it, is like what what is your word of intention for the year? So when we think about a new year in twenty twenty two. If you had to choose a word, and you're like, this is what I'm leaning into, like, what? Is yeah, that?
1: I swear it came to me right away. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, there's a new year, so you know, I always kind of reevaluate. um I think balance is the the intentional word of 2022 for me, because we've talked we talked about it. It's really as a business owner, where you feel fulfilled in your job, you can. It almost makes it easier to overextend yourself and. And which prevents other people from shining. So I think having my own personal balance in my work, but also in my personal life as well. So balance is the word for me. Check back in, (laughs) see how I did. Beautiful. Yeah, I
0: know. I am going to have to check back in with you. I'll be like, in 30 days, I'm like, how's that balance going, Christina? Um, (laughs) Okay. What is one of the items that is on your bucket list for you to do in this lifetime?
1: Oh, man. Um, that is such a good question. There's so many things. Um, I travel more. I mean, that's so vague, but take a really extended period of time where, you know, maybe a year where I have like a start date and an end date and a continent, you know, yeah. because I've traveled. I've done a little bit longer of traveling, like month, month and a half. And it was incredible to really like um, immerse yourself in the culture and learn the area. But I only had a month and a half and I just thought this is a taste of something I want to have more of. So I I don't know, pick a continent and a year and just like, you know, go all around, hopefully.
0: I also think that (laughs) like there's something I'm super passionate about travel too there's something about how you grow in your perspective when you get out of your element and out of your comfort zone and just go in the world.
1: It's so true. It's 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 unlike anything. So travel if you ever have the opportunity is my advice to anybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's some, I need to look it up again because it was a while ago when I had seen it. There was some kind of thing I saw and it was like, I mean, it was a substantial amount of money, but I think in, in, in the grand scheme of things, I I'd probably think it's worth it. It was like a four month cruise, yeah, like 29 oh, wow. different countries or something like that.
1: Oh, wow. So like, if you
0: think about it, yeah, probably that's going to be a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know if it was like yeah. 30 grand or something, but I mean, yeah. granted, you're talking about like your food and your this and that. So right. I, I don't know. I didn't do the math and if that's all worth it or whatnot, but probably- yeah. Probably, yeah.
1: Probably, I mean, how many, experience, yeah. How quickly
0: in a few months can you go to that many countries? Like, I'm. I'm I know sure. you have like a private jet or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, 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 think the more, the the better. So that'd be amazing. Yeah. We're, we're able to go to a continent and like go to a bunch of different uh, countries there.
1: Yeah, I hope hope one day.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Okay, what is the <laughs> self limiting belief? that you've had to overcome?
1: Oh, um, well, I think that I didn't come from a business background and I'm probably still in ways that I don't recognize still overcoming. That I think this last year and the experience of Lit Rituals and meeting so many um, business owners, I've learned that, that yeah, that is what it was, was a self-limiting belief. That's like all it was. Um, so yeah, hopefully I'm still learning that. And but I, I think, yeah, just because that I hadn't seen someone in my family um do it or, you know, be from a big business background, then that's a self-limiting belief.
0: That is a good one. <laughs> I think that's yeah. so <laughs> so many people can relate to, you know, maybe growing up in a certain way. Therefore, this life is not gonna be me. And then you you suddenly find that that's just that's crazy talk. Like you can do whatever you want to do, but yeah,
1: which is interesting because people people who grow up that way um, that maybe it does feel like limiting that you could do something bigger than you've seen. Those are probably the people that are most cut out for it because they they've had to learn a lot. I'm sure. So
0: oh, yeah, sometimes our
1: self limiting beliefs can be the reason we are so great at you know get caught up, but that could be that could be your strong suit. is that you don't you're not limited by a specific type of education and you're not limited by what you think you should do. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Well it's great because it actually brings me to my next question, which is what is your superpower?
1: Um I I think my superpower is that I don't give up. (laughs) That's it. Like it's not that I am very skilled at a specific skill. It's just that I will get fixated, and um, I just have to figure it out. So I think that's probably my superpower. Also, I, like, yeah, who knows? That could be yeah. tied into my ego as well. But whatever, <laughs> it's
0: working right now. So <laughs> I, I think that is probably one of the best superpowers because it, it, it it's it's perseverance.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Like, you're just. It, it doesn't matter if there's something that gets in the way. It's like I can go over it. I can go around it. I can yeah. move it. It's not. Yeah, you can get you know, through it.
1: If you can get through it, everything will be fine.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love that one. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What What is one last piece of advice that you would give for, for anybody listening right now? What's something that you would want to leave with them?
1: Um, I would say forget about all the – if what you want to do is something bigger than you think you are capable of, I would just forget about all of um, the self-limiting beliefs or the um, negative self-talk because I, yeah, I think anyone can do anything. It's about putting in the time and, and the work and the, the research. So I would try anything and everything you ever wanted to do.
0: Oh my so, gosh. Mic yeah. drop right there. <laughs> <laughs> I just say it's you. great. It's it's so true, yeah. you know. Follow your dreams. Don't don't let anything stop you. That's that's yeah. major. It's so major.
1: My mom is um, my mom is sixty five, and uh, she was a nurse her whole life. And uh, when she was like sixty three, she decided to become a yoga teacher, and she's doing it and loving it. And so, I also have great examples like that. You know, <laughs> crazy women yeah. doing crazy things, and so that's. That's also helpful to see that, yeah, you can do anything, even if you're, you want to start I mean, a whole new I mean, life and become a yoga teacher at 65.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. And there's those books, right? Like, the, I forgot the title, but it was like somebody who, you know, picked up their whole life and, and then moved to, um, one of those, uh, South American countries, you know? Yeah. And, and, and just like started living a totally different life, a totally yeah. different life, you know? And, um, We're we're capable of reinvention at any moment, you know. I think that that's one thing that we have to get rid of is just this attachment to a particular identity because it's what you've done.
1: Yeah, we are like, I from a young age, you're thinking, "Who am I? What am I gonna do?" It's like you actually have no idea, so stop thinking about it and worrying about it. Stop (laughs) being ridiculous, you know. Yeah. But I that. remember feeling that way. Like, who am I? Like, what is my job going to be? What is my life going to yeah. be? Like, I still have no clue. Like, we'll see. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I thought I was gonna,
0: you know, be an Olympic hopeful when I was like, jumping all around on all the furniture and stuff. I didn't get anything <laughs> close to doing that. I but was, it was fun to think of. I was, to think I was gonna spirit. be a pop star. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Um But I think the most important question, Christina, is how can people follow you? How can they find the work that you're doing and keep up with you?
1: Yeah. Well, you can always, I mean, Lit Rituals, we're Lit Rituals on everything. Um, Me personally, my Instagram handle is Christina Ellis, but the S is with a five. So Christina, E-L-L-I, five. Um, But you can usually, if you find Lit Rituals, you'll usually find me too.
0: Amazing. Oh my gosh.
1: Litrituals.com.
0: My fellow bay is that even a word? I feel like that's the first time I ever just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm from the Bay Area. Hello. Hello. Um, but it's, it's been such a pleasure. I, this time has just gone by so fast. I'm, I'm grateful for learning from you about small business because I know it's a scary space and I hope that anybody who's listening has been inspired by your story and just gives them the courage to know that they can do it too. And you don't have to have all the answers because you can, you're, you're going to learn along the way.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast. I'm honored to be here. You seem like you're doing amazing work. I mean, and and if I'm ever out in Vegas, I will have to, I will be out in Vegas. Um, so I will hit you up when I'm there. Heck yeah! Are you do some me? face masks, self care slumber party, or something. Um, uh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Need that mask in my
0: life. Um I know, <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be phenomenal. Absolutely, reach out to me. I think it would be awesome to be able to connect and do some stuff in person and do a little collabo. Be fun. Yeah, I'd love to so fun. Well, thanks so much, Christina. Thank you, Dez. Have a great one. Eskimo Dez here doing my reflection from today's episode with Christina Ellis, CEO and co-founder of Lit Rituals. I say Eskimo, if you're not watching this on video, I do have a puffy furry jacket on because it is cold in the winter (laughs) that is the thing about being in vegas is you have the extremes of really really hot and really really cold being in a desert but i had such a fun time connecting with christina i think her story is amazing you know there is nothing like the sitting you know at your kitchen table in her case shed starting something that you're passionate about with you know another person that you care about you being in it together from the beginning in the trenches and perfecting your product it is so evident that she's got these amazing natural products she's grown little by little by little, and now she's at a scale uh, where she's able to just do more, impact more people, get her product out to more people. And um, so my encouragement today, the, the lesson for the day is you always start somewhere. Do not be in trepidation because you're starting out small. Because your one customer will turn into five, will turn into a hundred and so forth and so on. You have to start somewhere. Don't be afraid to do that. You're going to learn along the way. There's going to be bumps and bruises and scrapes, but it's those bumps, bruises and scrapes that build your resiliency. And I love how she talked about her superpower of not wanting to give up, to keep going. And, you know, to keep, to keep that ambition, that drive, that grit, we all have that unbreakable spirit within us. That's what this whole podcast is about. If you haven't, you know, tuned in, it, there is a theme we are 53 episodes in now with this podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here supporting me along the journey. You know, you've been here episode after episode, hearing the incredible stories of the guests that I have from all walks of life, all different backgrounds. And that is it. There is a theme here. If you haven't realized it, we are born unbreakable, but it takes the strength, the tenacity, pushing ourselves, believing in ourselves, speaking to ourselves differently for us to be able to move in a forward direction with momentum, which by the way is my word for 2022. I know I've been talking about that and I haven't even actually said my word. So boom, there it is if you were wondering, because I'm sure you just cared so much about (laughs) what my word is. Uh, But you know, with that, I know I've been talking about intention. You're gonna hear that throughout the month of January because I think it's an important opportunity for us to reflect, to set an intention, to live and lean into that intention, put it somewhere. You know, they've got those cool, uh, uh, word of intention, uh, bracelets. You can put it on a necklace. You can, you know, uh, I think it's like my word of intent or something like that. It's very affordable, you know, um, I mean, heck, if you don't want to spend money, write it on post-it, stick it on your computer. (laughs) I mean, just lean in, you know, lean in and change your mindset. Don't get bogged down in whatever shit you were dealing with in 2021. Don't carry that forward. You are here. You are here now. You're in a different time, you're in a different period, you're in a different energy. Carry that with you. To the people around you. Your energy makes a difference. You can you can fuel and add two people and build them up and give them that burst of energy or you can deplete them. Okay. We are like fuel or fire and it's a choice. We can either fuel people's lives or we can burn them down with negative thoughts and negative talk. And and I'm saying that to myself as well, because I am just here with all of you experiencing these same things where I have to check myself too. None of us are exempt. We have to do this together and we have to do it in community. Thank you for being here. You know that I always say you are your only limit. So take action today. Please subscribe, rate and review if you haven't already and tune in to the next episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast.